this is Supriti from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 16th of April. India reported over 2,17,000 new cases in the last 24 hours, taking its tally to over 1 crore 42 lakhs. The country has been hit by a massive second wave of infections, and this is the highest figure recorded so far since the pandemic began in January 2020. The death toll increased to more than 1,74,000, with 1,185 deaths, the highest since September 19th. This is the sixth straight day that India has recorded over 2 lakh cases and the sixth consecutive day of over 1.5 lakh daily cases. As the infection surged, people scrambled to find beds in hospitals for patients across the state. Supplies of oxygen, critical to tackling breathing difficulties, also ran short in many places. The centre has decided to import 50,000 metric tonnes of medical oxygen as coronavirus infections surged to a new daily record. The Ministry of External Affairs, via its missions abroad, has been asked to identify and explore where oxygen can be imported from. The Health Ministry has advised all central ministries to issue instructions to hospitals under their control to set up exclusively dedicated hospital wards or separate blocks within the hospitals for the care of coronavirus patients amid a surge in infections. Delhi has overtaken Mumbai to become the most infected city in the country by the coronavirus pandemic in terms of daily COVID-19 tally. It recorded 17,282 cases in the last 24 hours. Meanwhile, Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia has been appointed as the nodal minister for COVID-19 management. Maharashtra, on the other hand, continued to report grim COVID-19 figures with over 61,000 new COVID-19 cases and 349 deaths in the last 24 hours. The Uttarakhand government has restricted gatherings at religious, social and political events to 200 people, but exempted Kumela from it. The exemption was given despite more than 1,700 people testing positive for COVID-19 in the Kumbh Mela area between April 1st and April 15th. When asked about the exemption to Kumbh, the chief secretary said, and I quote, these restrictions are for private ceremonies, end quote. Recently, 14,915 samples were collected and at least 332 people were found COVID positive in the Kumbh Mela area. Meanwhile, globally, the coronavirus has infected more than 13.88 crore people and killed over 29 lakh since the pandemic broke out in December 2019, according to Johns Hopkins University. This second wave of the pandemic is proving to be extremely devastating, and when our political leaders fail to emphasize the true degree of its devastation, the onus automatically lies on the media. But is the legacy media really taking on that responsibility? Do check out Kalpana Sharma's piece on our website to know the answer. It is titled, COVID Crisis, Why Isn't Big Media Holding the Government Accountable? We at News Laundry hold both the media and the government accountable equally. And if you believe in our vision of what independent media should look like, then please support us. We are a 100% ad-free platform and bring our readers ground reports, podcasts, videos and interviews that matter. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. We believe that when the public pays, the public is served. So do pay to keep news free.
The centre has announced that overseas citizens of India will now be required to renew their cards only once at the age of 20 instead of multiple times. With its latest announcement, the Home Ministry has simplified the rules for issuing OCI cards, as earlier they had to be renewed each time the person got a new passport till the age of 20. After the person turns 50, the OCI card has to be renewed again, given biological changes in the face of the applicant. The Ministry said that the details of the new passport obtained by the OCI cardholder can be uploaded online within three months of receiving the passport. The order added, and I quote, in case of those who registered as OCI cardholders as the spouse of foreign origin of a citizen of India or an OCI cardholder, the person concerned will be required to upload a copy of the new passport containing a photo of the passport holder and also the latest photo, with a declaration that their marriage is still subsisting each time a new passport is issued. End quote. On March 4th, the Union Ministry of Home Affairs had announced that OCI cardholders would need special permission if they wish to take up any journalistic activities in the country. In the new rules for overseas Indians seeking visas, the Home Ministry had clubbed journalistic work with those related to the missionaries and the Tablighi sect. Among other rules, the OCI cardholder would also need permission from the Foreign Regional Registration Office to take up any research work, an internship with foreign missions, or if they need to visit areas designated as restricted or protected. The Supreme Court has asked the CBI to probe the alleged framing of former ISRO scientist Nambi Narayanan in an espionage case in 1994 and directed the agency to file a report in three months. Hearing the centre's application that cited a report by a three-member panel regarding the role of top police officers in allegedly implicating the scientist, a bench of Justices A.M. Khanvilkar, Dinesh Maheshwari and Krishna Murari said, and I quote, The report says it's a serious matter, which needs deeper investigation, end quote. The bench asked the court's registry to forward a copy of the report to the director or acting director of the Central Probe Agency. The bench ordered, and I quote, CBI will be at liberty to treat the report as a preliminary report, end quote. It also made clear that a copy of the report shall not be published or circulated in the public, but will remain a sealed cover and will be given to CBI authorities to proceed by law. Ex-ISRO scientist S. Nambi Narayanan has welcomed the Supreme Court order that the high-level committee report on the role of erring police officials in the spy case is handed over to the CBI for further probe. Speaking to Indian Express, Narayan said, and I quote, I would only get justice if the probe into the conspiracy was over. I don't have the full details. I welcome the probe. It was a fabricated case. The CBI closure report had already stated it. The Supreme Court and the National Human Rights Commission had attested that the case was fabricated. Now it has to be revealed who has fabricated it. End quote. The All Manipur Working Journalists Union, or the AMWJU, asked the government to give three journalists from Myanmar a safe passage to the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees in New Delhi. The journalists have sought refugee status under the International Convention on Refugees. The three journalists who fled the military junta have taken shelter in a border town called Moray. AMWJU President Bijoy Kakchin Tabam issued a statement stating that as a journalist body, they are alarmed by the prevailing situation in Myanmar especially by the fate of the media and media persons in the country. The three journalists from Mizima, 
a multimedia news organization in Myanmar, crossed over to Moray a few days ago. Manipur-based journalists said that the trio had been apprehensive about being pushed back into Myanmar by the Indian security forces. The statement read, and I quote, The union appeals to the Manipur government to make necessary concessions to allow the journalists to come to the state capital Imphal and all facilities be extended to them so that they can proceed to New Delhi to seek the protection of the UNHCR, end quote. After the coup in February, the Myanmar military had revoked Mizima's license, arrested several of his journalists, raided its office in Yangon, and froze its bank account. Today, the West Bengal Crime Investigation Department took over the inquiry into the killing of four local residents in firing by the Central Forces in Kuch Bihar district on April 10th, PTI reported. A special investigation team of the CID has been constituted to conduct the probe. Investigators will visit booth numbers 126 and 125 in Sital Kuchi Assembly constituency where the incident took place. The SIT will also take a look at the video footage and talk to officers and personnel of the local police station. On April 10th, four people were killed in Sital Kuchi after the Central Security Forces opened fire at a polling booth during the fourth phase of voting in Sital Kuchi, following a clash with locals. In a separate incident, another person was shot dead after he was dragged outside a polling booth. The Trinamool Congress said that the four people who were killed on Saturday belonged to the party and alleged a larger conspiracy behind the attack. However, the Election Commission has ruled out any such possibility, saying the security forces had no option but to open fire to save their lives and government property. Now for some international updates. On Thursday, at least eight people were killed in a shooting at a FedEx warehouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. Police said that the gunman was believed to have killed himself. Officer Janae Cook of the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department told reporters on Friday morning that multiple people with injuries, including one in critical condition, had been taken to hospitals in the area. She said employees at the facilities were still being interviewed by detectives and may not have had the chance to contact their families. Officer Cook said that the police were working to identify the gunman and that no law enforcement officers had been injured. FedEx released a statement saying that it was cooperating with authorities and working to get more information. The statement read, and I quote, We are aware of the tragic shooting at our FedEx ground facility near the Indianapolis airport. Safety is our top priority, and our thoughts are with all those who are affected, end quote. Family members gathered at a local hotel to wait word on loved ones. Some said employees are not allowed to have their phones with them while working shifts at the facility, making it difficult to contact them, WTHR-TV reported. A witness who said he works at the facility told Wish TV that he saw a man with a gun after hearing several gunshots. The attack in Indianapolis is the latest in a recent series of mass shootings in the US. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. 